Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. It's your girl, Michaela J, and I'm teaching you how to manifest your next level lux life every fucking day, all day long, baby. Hello. I sound super nasally because I'm sick. I've been sick all weekend. If you follow me on Insta, you will have seen the deets from my nasally voice to all of the soup that I was consuming. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, what are you doing? It's at the Michaela J. It's always linked in the show notes. Shameless self-promo. But yes, so I have a nasally voice, but the podcast must go on. I can't not give you guys what you love, what I love. I love doing the podcast. I would never, I would never let you down like that. (laughs) So I have a super, super exciting episode for you guys today. I am interviewing the style queen, Alyssa. And I was so excited to do this interview because a long time ago when I started my podcast, I knew I wanted her on. And she talks about the next level version of you through fashion. And I love fashion. A lot of you know I study fashion and French at my university. And growing up, I always wanted to be the CEO of a fashion company. So your girl loves to shop. She loves her Louis Vuitton. And it was just so much fun having this conversation about feeling elevated and feeling confident through our clothes. It'll have you wanting to go through your entire closet right after listening. So you're welcome in advance. But before we dive in, I want to give you our spiritual splurge for the day. And very fitting to this episode, I made it a piece of jewelry. So I got this rose quartz necklace and it's from Urban Outfitters and it's so cute. It's super small. So it looks cute, looks chic. It doesn't look like a hippie kind of necklace. Um, and the hard wire is gold. So it matches literally everything in my closet. And it's just really cute. I recently did some journaling and I was like, okay, to bring more money into my life, what kind of feelings will that cultivate? And for me, it was love. Um, I would love to buy things. I love to travel and money lets me do that. I love to treat my friends and money lets me do that. And so I was like, okay, to bring in the more money, I'm going to bring in more love vibes. So I've been wearing my rose quartz necklace every day. And I mean, I've been making money, of course. So (laughs) that's just expected. Clearly it's working. So I'm going to link the necklace for you guys below. It's super cute. And it was only, I want to say it's like 15 bucks. So super affordable cute. Who doesn't love a good rose quartz? And this episode is sponsored by my gist bundle and gist stands for get your shit together because we all have those moments when we need to get our shit together. So have you grabbed the bundle? If you haven't, what are you doing? So basically it's this killer bundle I have and it's full of trainings, master classes, workbooks, high vibes, me ranting, me drinking wine. There's some, um, there's a masterclass with slides, so much info. And you will literally be manifesting by the end of binging these videos. Like there are six videos and one of the videos is over an hour and a half long. So you can binge this Netflix style on a Friday night when you are drinking an iced coffee at 7 p.m. because we've all been there. Um, or you could have it playing in the background while you take a shower whatever, but you will be manifesting shit by the end of binging these videos. They're so powerful. And the masterclass that I'm referencing is my mindset mastery masterclass, which is one of my favorites that I've ever taught. And you can only get it in this bundle. It's literally so good. I spilled all the tea on how I had my first 5k month at the time. And fast forward to now, my months are much bigger than 5k, but the work is all still the same. I told you guys all exactly how to get over it, what action steps to take, all the good things, and it's all in this bundle. So I mean, what are you even waiting for? It's linked in the show notes, of course. Go grab it. Thank me later. It's so freaking good. Okay. I'm not delaying you guys any longer. Let's dive straight into this episode. 
Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I am super excited to bring you our guest. We have Alyssa Williams from Styled by E here, and she's the queen of heart-centered personal styling, which is probably the coolest thing to hit the internet in a while. She's a style alchemist. (laughs) Mixing fashion, self-expression, and a radical call to be your most evolved self to create a magical wardrobe that feels good, which is such a refreshing perspective. And what I love about Alyssa is her bright spirit that she brings to Instagram stories like literally every fucking day. She goes on all these rants that are just empowering and remind you kind of of who you are. So you guys are going to be obsessed with her. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much, Michaela. It's awesome to be here. And, um, and yeah, I do end up going on these <laughs> inspiring, <laughs> or I hope that they're inspiring rants, whatever um, lesson I'm learning or, or can pass on any tidbit I like to do. So um, I'm so happy to be here. Um, and thanks for having me on. Of course. I'm so excited. Like I was just telling um, her earlier, I've been dying to have Alyssa on my podcast. I was waiting for the perfect moment to get all of her wisdom in a punchy episode. So here we go. We're going to start off with some speed dating questions if you're ready. I'm ready. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's your horoscope sign? I am an Aries with a Leo moon. Oh my God, no way. I'm a Leo moon too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, there you go. Yeah. And then I have, and I have four planets in Capricorn. So basically I'm like a lot, (laughs) (laughs) which makes total sense. But, um, but yeah, an Aries, Aries is, um, I mean, definitely an Aries. I'll claim that a hundred percent. I love that. So funny because well, my sun sign is a Capricorn. So I definitely, we have the same vibe. <laughs> oh my gosh. That makes so much so sense. Good. And I love that you're an Aries because, well, that makes so much sense because you're always ranting on IG stories and Aries are, they're just like the leader and they're not afraid to speak their mind. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's, I identify with that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Are you a morning or a night person? Oh my gosh. I am such a morning person. And I think I'm like the rare breed that, um, that I, like, even this morning I was waking, I woke up at five in the morning and started work at five, not because like, because I'm some crazy person just because I like wake up and I'm just ready to go. I love it. And, but on the other end of that, like, it's like nine thirty ten, and I'm like, okay, I turn into a pumpkin time for bed. So, um, so definitely a morning person. Oh my gosh. 5am. My jaw just dropped. <laughs> That's like morning, morning person. <laughs> I love it. So do you have a morning practice or do you just hop straight into the day? Um, I think I hop straight into the day. I like to, I mean, it kind of, I don't, to be honest, I don't have a total, total morning, like routine. So I kind of, it kind of changes, but I always like to meditate in the morning. That's like a, that's a non-negotiable for me. Even if it's like five minutes, it just really, really helps kind of ground and center me and, and reprioritize or just refocus. Cause I think sometimes you can get out of bed and really, or for me, at least I can get out of bed and try to, and kind of let the day just get by or let the day run me. And I think just having that, that moment to just recollect my thoughts and really connect to my higher power is really so, so helpful to me. Um, but I, but it kind of changes. I'll usually, you know, coffee, tea, maybe a little journal sesh, definitely meditation. Um, I feel the best when I go exercise, like do a, you know, a workout classic first and foremost, but let's be honest, that, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's very interesting. I think you're the very first guest to be on and say that they don't really have a strict morning practice. So I love that. That's really refreshing. And yeah, I would love to get a morning workout in, but you know, <laughs> totally. Well, I think like, here's the thing I think, and, and this is like, one of my like pillars of what I think success is built on is being a hundred percent yourself and who you are. And I think that some of those morning practices, you, you know, then we, we have, like, I just kind of like the flow of how life is and I don't like to force anything. So there's, there's definitely, you know, you kind of get into routines, but, um, but yeah, but I don't think it's like, I I don't think that a morning, like, routine is like the definition of success. I feel like you can be successful no matter what. Mm, That is, oh my gosh, just such a refreshing perspective. I feel like every online article, every interview is like, have your morning routine if you want to make a million dollars, you know? So that is really interesting. And I think that'll resonate with a lot of people. I love that. Yeah. 
Okay, where is the fave place that you've traveled to? Where is that? Say that one more time. Where is like the favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Oh my gosh. It's a tie between Paris or Bali. I think both of those are just like have special places in my heart for different reasons. Um, but, but I was just in Paris in December for three weeks and I was like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite. And then, and Bali definitely need to do another Bali trip here soon. Oh my gosh. Love. Well, I speak French, so love Paris. And I'm actually going to Bali for the first time in May. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I will have to you're get all love your wrecks. <laughs> yes, you are going to love it. You're never going to want to leave. <laughs> oh, I believe that 100%. I only have a one-way ticket right now, so <laughs> maybe good I Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. What are your favorite things about both places? Um, so Paris, I just love. So I speak French as well, actually. I went to French oh, school um, growing up from third to fifth grade, so third, fourth, and fifth grade. Um so I love that. I think I love just French culture is very much like they call American prudes. And I think it's so mm-hmm. true. Like, you know, I, I just, there's just a level of like freedom and just of expression that, that I really, really resonate with. I think they also appreciate the beauty of life. So it's not uncommon for you to see somebody that's just like window shopping and then like a little boutique and looking at a nice watch or, um, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. I think they actually take the time to appreciate that. Um, and that, and that goes for just like appreciating, you know, a cup of coffee, um, you know, off the side of the road or just, you know, those fine, those just simple, fine things. I think there's just a lot of appreciation for it. So that's what I love about Paris. And then obviously fashion. I just, I can't get, I mean, I came out of the womb. I say I came out of the womb loving fashion. And so, (laughs) um, and so just to be around some of the big culture houses, you know, the big houses, the big, um, it's just like amazing for me. Um, so that's, that's probably a favorite thing about Paris. Um, I think a lot of times people are like, Oh, but the sites and the Eiffel tower. I'm like, I actually don't care about those things. I really just <laughs> care about like, like people and like life. And, um, I mean, you know, the sites are great too. Um, Definitely. and then, and then as far as Bali goes, I just love, I love the ocean. I love, I, I mean, you can, it, I, 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 you know, it's a hard question because there's like so, so many, many things. things I love the ocean I love surfing I love like you can just get so many so much healthy food and it's all relatively affordable so you can live a long time there and enjoy like just nature and beautiful beauty I will also say Bali is is like this this beautiful I almost it's almost like a vortex of of what you see yourself in such a different light and um and I and I think there's deep deep healing that gets to happen there so that's also uh a reason why I love 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 Bali Ooh, okay well that just made me even more excited <laughs> can't wait to <laughs> heal while I'm in Bali <laughs> yeah well and you and I think you'll be surprised because sometimes the healing you're like wait this is going to be so wonderful and sometimes you're like oh my gosh this healing looks like um, can can look painful in the moment, but or can just I wouldn't say painful can just raise up a whole bunch of emotion or d- different things that you just get to look at and heal through and grow through. So um, so it's it's never bad. It's but it's um, but it's definitely like I, I would say intense. Like that's a, that's a good word for it. Intense. Like intense goodness, intense beauty, lusciousness, and also like intense growth gets to happen there. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, can't wait. Love both the places already. Um, okay. What is the coolest thing that you've manifested? Oh my gosh. I, oh, I feel like my whole life, like literally <laughs> I look around to me right now and there's not a thing that's in my life. I mean, yeah, there's not a thing in my life that I'm like, wow, I didn't create this with, with my being and, and with my thought and with who I am as a person. So, um, and, and I'll say, I I mean, I'll just give you like tangible things though. I manifested within a period of three months and just working on kind of like money, specifically money. And, um, I would say more money (laughs) manifesting. Mm -hmm. I, um, and just kind of some kind of healing some old, um, money beliefs and really adopting new money beliefs. I had bought a duplex. I had quit my job and I, my like nine to five job and I bought an Audi. And oh this my was a God. year and a half ago. Love yeah. It. So yeah. So those were kind of 
simple, that was just a really, really clear, like linear manifestation. I would say that the other thing, and, and right now, uh, I'm in the middle of a, um, an evolution out of a marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I would say that this is granted, it's like so painful and there's so much, but I, this resonates with, if you've ever been through a breakup, you kind of think, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing. But actually I would say that that is a manifestation as well. Mm-hmm. And a manifest, because when you are really aligned to your highest good and your highest goal and your highest self, you know, your external world really shifts around you. And so, um, and that's a manifestation because when you're really wanting that, when you're dreaming, when you're creating your life, everything that isn't aligned to that, that life that you're creating is going to fall away. So mm-hmm. that's, pro- that's, that's also, I would say I have manifested a, and over just an abundance of freedom right now in, um, in my business and in my life and in money and a lot, but I would say everything in my existence is, is everything in my reality currently is, um, is the product of a manifestation. Mm, so good. And I always say that anything that's inauthentic, anything that's not serving you anymore always dies. It always has to fall away. So I love that you're looking at that yeah. perspective of like an evolution, like it's a new chapter and wow, so exciting. And what a good yeah. outlook on it too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. What's your favorite luxury splurge? This could be like like buying cars, like buying handbags. <laughs> what is it? Oh my gosh. I, so, uh, this has changed so much. It used to be way more things I would say. And now it's more experiences. Like I love going to the spa and, and like a fancy spa, getting a good treatment. Mm. I think that for me feels like so good. And I would say that doesn't even feel like a that it that that feels like kind of my new normal or my yeah. new standard is just like is is I, this is how I treat myself but um but yeah I mean I love I think I love living life like I love enjoying every aspect of life and that's the good things and that's um and I don't think it has to be necessarily like financially expensive I think there's a way to make everything um, to make your world beautiful and to make mm-hmm. um, to be able to enjoy those things in life, uh, those splurges. But I don't really, and I, to be honest, I don't even really love the word splurge because that somehow implies that what you're doing is your, it's like above what you're worth or something or above Mm -hmm. what you should have quote unquote. So I would just say, you know, and, and, and I know that, I mean, man, I didn't need to get into like so much of this background, but I think this will resonate. You know, like I I grew up with like, oh, you, you know, this is what you can spend money on and this is what you can't spend money on. Or this is, you know, a splurge is a massage or a splurge is, you know, a nice dinner or a splurge is, you know, a Chanel bag. But I would say that like that you get to have whatever you want in your life, truly whatever you want. And, and part of getting those things is removing the shame and removing the, like, I would say like the polarity around having those things and having it just be not a splurge, but this is, this is, I take care of myself in this way. And, you know, and I honor money and I honor time and I honor these things, but also this is, this is the reality that I have. And this is part of my, my, what I do. Yeah. It's like, this is your new energetic minimum. We've been talking a lot on my podcast and on my Instagram lately about becoming an energetic match for things. And that's just, that's exactly what you're doing. You're like, this is how I treat myself. Like this is my normal. So I love that. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What's your favorite book? Oh my gosh. Oh, this is so hard. I (laughs) love listening to audible like Mm -hmm. all the time. I think my, my, probably my latest, um, favorite is the surrender experiment, um, by Michael Singer. And this is really, as I said, I'm in the process of evolving or I'm in the middle of evolving out of a marriage and a relationship Mm -hmm. that I've had for 10 years. And in a lot of things, times what we want to do is like control, um, situations, but actually the surrender experiment, his whole premise is really, you get to let go and you get to release it and you get to know that you are 100% supported mm-hmm. and, um, which, which feels so good. And I have seen that time and time again. So that's probably my favorite book, my latest favorite book. Um, yeah, that's probably, mm-hmm. I also love anything by Joe Dispenza, um, is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Gay Hendricks. 
what is it? Oh, the big yes. leap or the great leap. The big that leap. Also, so good. The big leap. Yeah. That also rat- radically changed my life. Um, I think I read it like for, I don't even know, a long time ago, but it just totally changed my life. So, um, so those are probably um, some of the greats. <laughs> mm, I like that a lot. I like the, the surrender book. What was it called again? It's called The Surrender Experiment. Okay. And it's an amazing book because this man has built multiple companies um, really on the foundation of I'm, I'm going to just, I know that God or source works basically through me and I'm just going to surrender to the t- like what I'm doing in this moment and have this whatever I'm doing in this moment be an act of just uh, almost meditation mm-hmm. and and it really allows you to detach from you know from kind of thinking that your destination is the place where you'll find happiness but it's actually like in the moment mm-hmm. and um and he just I mean it's a great read too or he it's it's audible I listen to it on, on audible and he narrates it so um so I highly recommend it I love that okay well I'm gonna look that up as soon as we're done <laughs> and download <laughs> that on audible okay last yep. reading question what is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment? Oh my gosh. I, so right now I'm, I am making, I keep making myself double espresso lattes every morning, mm. probably not the healthiest, but, <laughs> but, and, but my true favorite of anything is pour over coffee, like good, Ooh. high quality coffee, mm. just pour over. Oh my gosh. It's my absolute favorite. Oh, so good. And yeah, who cares if it's healthy or not? Because it makes us happy. <laughs> That's how I, I tell know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've tried to get off of coffee so many times, but no. I just like it. It's like, I just like it. So, you know, it stays. Yep. It stays. That's our norm. <laughs> it's our coffee. <laughs> I love it. Lately, I've been drinking like a quad shot so like four shots of espresso over ice from starbucks and and so that's like next level but i used to be a barista so i need a lot (laughs) oh my gosh that is next level i feel like double shots and i'm like woohoo what are we getting done today (laughs) oh my gosh well if you ever need a lot of energy before a bar class get a quad shot (laughs) oh my gosh i will holy cow yeah if you do it let me know how it goes Okay, I will. Oh, so good. Okay, let's just dive straight into these interview questions because I'm just really excited for everybody to hear your really interesting perspective around fashion and kind of up-leveling yourself through it. So let's do some background. How did you get into styling? What is it that you love so much about fashion? Bring us back to where it all began. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I always say it began when I was five years old making clothes um, you know, at that time, I just never slept. I, I don't, I think I've been high energy since the time, like I said, five years old, and I was making, I'd make clothes and sell potpourri from door to door. It was my little <laughs> red wagon at six in the morning. And I'm like, nothing has changed. Like, essentially, I am the same person, like, like at the intersection of business, creativity and fashion. And, um, and, and I think so. So that that's kind of the where it really began. Um, and then I, with my family, I moved abroad and I moved to a place where we had seamstresses. And so we would, instead of like kind of going to the store and buying clothes, which we would sometimes, I got really, really into having clothes made. And, and so I would design clothes and have uh, Mr. Tom make them for me. And it was like amazing. So, so that really sparked my, just my obsession with like creating, you know, like clothes as an art form and clothes as self-expression. I just, that, that kind of you know, was, was almost like an extension of me. I will also say that, that a significant part of my story is that I grew up in a super religious background where, um, where what was celebrated and was, um, you know, was, was doing kind of the quote unquote right thing, which was like, and you would have careers that were like good careers that were like helping people like nurses or doctors or, you know, or whatever. And then there were the careers that were like, kind of, you know, not as, celebrated, which was like, you know, anything in fashion, like what, you're not even helping people. You're not, what are you doing? You know, it's yeah. just like, it doesn't have, it's not like a utility. There's no like, like purpose quote unquote for that. And so, um, so I 
so I kind of felt I struggled a lot, like, because I was like, wait a minute, I have all always seen beauty as just an expression of who we are and as a, an expression of God and it's all around us. And yet I'm kind of being told that what, what I'm doing is, is somehow not uh, like not godly or something. Mm-hmm. And so, so my twenties, I went into marketing, um, went into, did, did other things other than uh, fashion and kind of like healed through, like healed through this idea that, that, um, fashion wasn't like, like being obsessed with clothes was like a bad thing or being obsessed with beauty was a bad thing because, um, and so, and part of that healing, I mean, when that, that healing happened, all of a sudden, um, my life changed drastically. Um, and then, and while and putting myself through school, I also worked at, um, as a visual manager. So basically I did all the merchandising for anthropology. Mm, so, so I had cool. this background I know. So I had, so when you kind of go in and look at all the displays and all of the merchandising, so I was in charge of all things visual aesthetic of a store. So I kind of managed the store um, with the store. What are they called now? It's like the, the, they changed it, but the store brand leader. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and I was essentially just the the visual, you know, the visual store manager. So, um, so that was, so I had this skill and I realized that what I really loved was, was styling people and and really allowing kind of their who they are inside to shine through with clothes mm-hmm. and um and and how this wasn't like this wasn't a bad thing I was watching people's lives transform drastically once they just started feeling really good about themselves and and so and so that's you know so I, so I had my job at anthropology and then I went into marketing kind of bit, did, I call it my big girl job, did, um, d- worked for a couple different tech companies, um, which I loved, but I always kind of just had this like little inkling that I was not here to, to be in marketing at, you know, at the latest tech company that I really, really cared about building a platform and building a way to connect women to their own internal personal style. And to really watch women be completely unleashed, no matter where they are, no matter what they're wearing, if that's like, you know, outside to go get coffee or if that's from a stage, you know, speak from a stage. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, so that was kind of my, um, you know, my intro, my, yeah, my, my, my start to styling. Um, I started on the side in 2014, so um, almost five years ago to the day is when my first website went up, and um, and I was still working my nine to five corporate job. Uh, I just started offering my services for free at this women's networking event. I said, you know, I'm doing all this like, you know, marketing, but what I really like, I miss all my like, I miss the merchandising, I miss putting outfits together, and I really miss this, like, is anybody interested in, you know, if I offered styling, would anybody be interested, and I had a flood of women at the end of this networking <laughs> event come, come and say, oh my gosh, yes, please, and so, so that is what started um, Styled by E. Mm, I love it, and it's so crazy to me how people think that fashion isn't like an impactful industry. Like I am very similar in the same that like my entire life, I grew up wanting to work in fashion. Um, like I knew I never once wavered. I wanted to work in merchandising, um, until I started my business. But it's like, for me, fashion was always a sign of like individualism. It's a sign of expression. And I think that's like one of the most impactful ways. So it's very interesting when people are like, Oh, you work in fashion, like your schools must like school must be easy and this, this and that, but it really is a big job and it's an important job. Absolutely. I, I think absolutely. And that stigma, I, I, I just see that stigma changing. And I also like I want to be a part of it changing mm-hmm. because I just see these and especially now I'm I you know a lot of my clients are are you know spiritual entrepreneurs or people that are heavily you know invested into different spiritual communities and and I just find it as like as any expression that you have is a form of art and so and and that's you know and if you look around flowers have so much beauty to them. There's like beauty all around us and, and beauty is such an important part of life. So, um, and, and I think that we get to be a part of the, the transition in, you know, there's some, with every industry, for example, there are, um, there are good parts and, and parts that need to be changed and need to be kind of, um, I would say like need, need light shined on it 
so that mm-hmm. it can transform. And so that's how I, in, in my view, that's what I'm doing in this style industry is really using, wait a minute, I have seen people manifest their dream life through clothes. And so mm-hmm. guess what? We get to do that. And yeah, is there, is there a way that we need to kind of look at our weight and look at how the clothing industry, you know, employs people? And are there things that we can do better? Absolutely. And so, but let's do that from the inside and let's really bring transformation from the inside. Mm, so good. And is that why you wanted to take the more holistic approach and kind of bring in like the manifesting your next level self through fashion or what kind of inspired that? I think I just, that was me, you know, I think I just, I saw time and time again, um, you know, part of when you work with me, um, one-on-one, I start out by saying, what kind of life are you creating? You know, where are you going? What is your six month year, 10 year goal, five year, 10 year goal? Because ultimately you are stepping into that person and the way that we can build your wardrobe is for that next level version of yourself. Because Because if you think about growth, growth really is just embodying that next person. Like the only difference between you and I would say like Steve Jobs or Sarah Blakely or anybody else is is their embodiment of that, that person that they are, you know, it's like, if they just have the belief and the knowing that that's, that, that that's them. And so, and I think clothes get to be just a little, you know, just, just a teeny, mm, like a teeny piece of that. So so that's how I got into it. I, I, I think I, I, me and myself was going, I was going through a radical transformation in my own personal life. Uh, and then also seeing clients totally, you know, manifesting their dream partner or, you know, doubling or tripling or quadrupling their income level or, you know, whatever it was that, that it was just energy is energy and stuck energy is stuck energy. And so when you're like, wearing your same yoga pants that you're not obsessed with and don't fit you that well and you don't feel good like like guess what that's a feeling and and when you can finally release those and replace them with something that actually feels like you and your highest self and the person the the version of yourself that makes those decisions that are aligned to your you know where you're going and your next level like your life totally transforms and so and so that's that's kind of how it all started you know how it all started i i also think I have to say that, that I'm a wardrobe stylist. And so I often pull, you know, from different stores and I had found that some of the women that I was working with were really not that kind would ask, ask kind of like, Oh, so who are you pulling for? And just was, and it kind of was like this almost like a, you know, and this is one of the things that I wanted that, that I am changing and actively changing. It kind of felt like this cool girls club. And I just thought, you know what, like this is why fashion feels unexpected you know, inaccessible for some people or, you know, or not inclusive because you walk into a store and, and they're, you know, judging what you're wearing instead of actually trying to help you and loving you for who you are. And so, and that's when I just was like, no, this is not okay. Like I, I am a stylist that I just, I love people and I want to, and I see the potential of people, uh, more than anything. So that's, that's Mm kind of how it all kind of started, you know, get it, getting all wrapped in, to one. And I've seen incredible success with that because people want to know who they want to feel good about who they are, period. Right. Yeah. That is so interesting. I, one thing I talk about a lot is that like, there's no such thing as being stuck. It's just you thinking the same thoughts over and over and over again. And it's you wearing those old raggedy yoga pants over and over and over again. So like, when we can shift those beliefs and shift the physical energy around us, whether that's a handbag or a pair of shoes or your, like your wardrobe, that's so powerful. And I think not a lot of people are talking about this and it's so important. So let's just break it down to make it really simple for people. So like, what would be your definition of kind of a next level self and how exactly do you like to tie that into fashion? Maybe like three quick tips to do this. Yeah, totally. So three quick tips. Number one, get really, really clear on your next level version of yourself. So you can go six months out, you can go a year out, you know, what does your day look like? How much money are you making? What is your, you know, what, what, what do you feel like? You know, what you get really, really, really clear on that. Um, I like to then start, I call it an up level style board. I like to then create a Pinterest board that actually has those things on it. So that means that income level, that means that that partnership, or that means whatever it is that you are growing into. 
Um, and I would say also next level is just a journey back to who you are. Um, like kind of like mind suck right there, but uh, you know, we kind of always say, we always say that, Oh, your next level is like, actually it's somebody outside of yourself, but actually it's just a journey closer to, to your, your truth and who you really are. Um, okay. So, but back to easy, easy steps. So number one, very, very, very clear. You know, you can write down like, like, and actually I have a, um, I can send you guys, I have a, um, a P PDF. It's called my up leveled style workbook and you're welcome. Oh, it's like 20 something questions that, that goes through this because you want to get really, really clear on this. What does it look like? What does your day look like? How do you feel? How do you feel in your clothes? How do you feel in your job? How do you, you know, you really want to know those things. So that's first step, second step. Um, back to you get you go that to that Pinterest board you want to like really envision what that looks like what that feels like I personally like the visual component of manifesting because that's what it's just um, I think some of us are very very visual so I love 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 that component of it um, and then so then you manifest so then you have that vision board and then you kind of look and see what's not aligned you know, so if, if there's like, if you, you know, are like, wait, my next level version of myself is like really classy and loves like chic black things. And then, and then you have like nothing in your closet that is aligned with that. Well, it's probably time to start, uh, start really embodying that next version of yourself. Mm, so good. Also, I love that idea of like your next level self is you like getting closer to yourself because it's true. Like, and when we, like look up to celebrities or influencers or people like Oprah. We're like, Oh my gosh, they're so amazing. And they're just emulating things that are already inside us that we need to step into. And fashion is like just one of the ways that we can do that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and I think sometimes we put somebody else on a pedestal because we admire something about them, but mm -hmm. exactly to your point, it's actually that thing that we admire about them is also in us. It's sometimes it's just not realized or sometimes we don't have the clarity around really owning it and really being that, but mm -hmm. ultimately we have it in us. So it's just a layer. It's just a, it's just a practice of letting go any of the stories or the beliefs that we have around not letting that be just be period. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. I want to talk about confidence a little bit because when we're talking about fashion and we want to look good because we want to feel good and we can't really feel good in what we're wearing unless we have that element of confidence. So I kind of just want to hear your opinion around this and how you think that kind of ties in with manifesting that next level version of you too. Yeah, totally. So I want to tell a story really quickly because I um, had this yesterday. I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like, like just a little bit overweight. And I just feel like I don't feel good. I feel sad. And I just, you know, and I think, and I have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful life. I, I, I love what I do. I have the best relationships in my life. I literally, I have a dream life. And yet, and yet, this is a reality is, is sometimes you don't feel good. And I think that, that when we wake up or, you know, when whatever, we get some, some of these like thoughts in our head of like, wait, I'm, you know, I'm little, I'm a little heavier than I want to be, or, you know, and oh my gosh, like I, you know, had a slower month and that means I'm, you know, and so you kind of can get into your head a lot. So I, so I just want to preface this by saying like, I run a six, almost multiple six figure business. And I still have these days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and I don't feel confident. I don't want to go outside because I'm just like, Oh my gosh, what is this? So I think, so I want to preface what I'm going to say by that. And I think to shift that it's first and foremost, just saying what is so, because you don't want to, you know, lock shame and guilt onto, wait, I shouldn't feel this way. Or I shouldn't feel guilty that, or I shouldn't feel like I, I should just be confident or I should just, you know, and we can get into these loops of just shitting on ourselves and really like, that that's not helping that doesn't help you just get to feel how you are because that's the place that's the point where you get to shift it and so so for me you know that shifting is just writing out every single thing that I'm believing you know oh my gosh I you know feel heavier than I than I am and that means that I you know don't feel attractive or you know I have a slow month therefore you know I feel like I'm a failure at business or whatever it is that that those things kind of can come can just be that those are the things you're believing. And so it's really, really helpful for me to like write them all down. And then 
And then after they're all written down, then I actually remember, well, who am I stepping into? Like who is CEO Alyssa or who Mm -hmm. is, you know, partner Alyssa or who is, you know, like who actually am I? Because I'm Alyssa fucking Williams and I am a queen and I'm here to bring self-expression to the world. And so then you just get to connect back to that version of yourself and that person. And then all of a sudden, like, and you haven't, it's not like you've like just shoved all those feelings because that's a hundred percent like legit, you know, those feelings are legit, but then you get to remember kind of who you are and you also get to, it's almost like you detach from like from this like identity version of yourself, because let's be honest, we all are here to play a really, really big game. Mm-hmm. And when you, and, and I just sometimes I have to remember, like when I have these like doubts and fears and insecurities, that's, that's a disservice to the world. That's not only number one, I don't feel good, but number two, I'm here, I know that I'm here to play a big game and to offer massive value to people. Mm-hmm. And so when I am stuck in, wait, I'm not good enough, or I don't feel good enough or whatever, that's, that, that's like, it's almost, um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a paradox because that's the, that's the very thing that's going to prevent you from, from offering what you do have to the world is feeling like you can't offer that to the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so back to confidence, I think confidence is one, allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel and then do little incremental things to feel better. And whether that's, and, and really connecting to what you do need, you know, maybe that is, I need a long bath with Epsom salt, or maybe that's, I need to just go dance to Beyonce and get it all out. Yeah. Or maybe it's, I need to like sexy dance in my room and remember who I am and that I am safe in my body. I have, I'm safe, secure, happy, whole, complete. And, and just to like connect to your, to who you are in your core. Um, and then from there, I would say, then, then you really do connect to that highest version of yourself. You know, I'm Melissa fucking Williams, you know, you are fucking Michaela. Like this is, you know, and, and, and you're here to play a big game. And then all of a sudden you're just like, then I, I kind of get that wave of confidence back where you're, and, and you just like raise your vibe a little bit and you're like, oh yeah, this is who I am. I'm amazing. Period. Full stop. Right. That's so, so important. And it's like, when I love the point that like, you're doing the world a disservice, like almost for you, like when you think you can't do it. And it's, I always tell people that like self-care is never selfish because then you can show up as your best self. And I always think that like us showing up as our best selves is us showing up, just being as confident as we fucking can, because that's the most impactful. That's how we can shift other people's energy with not even doing anything other than being in the room, other than having our presence. So exactly. I think that's so, so exactly. important. I love that. Okay. Exactly. Bringing it back to kind of the styling piece, a question I thought of earlier and kind of forgot to ask if people want to start stepping into their next level, um, in terms of their fashion and up leveling their wardrobe, what are, what's a step they can take if they can't just straight up go out and like buy a whole new wardrobe? Cause I know people are going to be like, well, I can't go out and buy everything. So what do you use yeah, totally. your clients then? Yeah, totally. So I think what I like to do is I like to pick out my five favorite pieces in my wardrobe. So really look at what are those things that really do embody your next level. And that is going to be your, those five pieces along with your up-leveled style board are going to be your gold standard for what you are kind of what you're creating and what, what the wardrobe is that you're creating. And then from there you can, there's so many different ways to get, um, get clothes that for, for, you know, that won't break the bank. Um, so I like to do clothing swaps. I like to borrow clothes from girlfriends. I also really like to do rent the runway. They have, um, rent the runway. Um, I can't remember. It's not unlimited, but one of them, basically you get four new, four pieces a month for like $70, which is like such a good deal because if you're, yeah. And they're all designer pieces. So if you just have those good basics, you kind of can pick four ones that really will make you feel like, kind of feel like your next level version. And, um, and I've, I've seen, you know, clients that don't want to really spend a whole bunch of money on a whole bunch of new, you know, new pieces. Um, I do recommend that. I also will say in this, people like kind of hate me for saying this, but I don't even care. I'm going to say it like get rid of the shit you hate. 
like, mm-hmm. like really, really just, I know that you're like, but maybe I won't ever get that again. And maybe I won't have anything in my closet. And listen, like, this is a mindset shift that I promise will change your whole life. Like it is better to have five things that you fucking love than like 20 things that you're just like, ugh. Because what are we here for? We're here for a 100% life. We're not here for an 80% life. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's your choice. Like if you want to wear the things that like don't make you feel good, like that's great. But then don't be surprised with when you make other choices that are similar to that, that really aren't aligned to your highest self and really are that like kind of 70 to 80% zone. Cause we're going for a hundred percent and we'd rather have things that are a hundred percent that you feel so fucking good in. Um, and then don't bring shit home that doesn't feel a hundred percent, you know, like, (laughs) like I, I swear, I feel like sometimes when people are like, I can't afford that. I'm like, well, how many times did you buy shit? You like only kind of love, like maybe five forever 21 shirts that like totally fell apart. Whereas you really didn't invest in that one, you know, Rebecca Taylor piece that you absolutely were fucking obsessed with. So it's really, it kind of, um, again, it's a mindset shift of what, you know, of where you are spending your resources and, and what, what you do, what kind of life you do want to create. Yeah. So good. And I've been, um, in the last couple of months, just trying to get more of those investment pieces that don't fall apart after five washes. Cause there's nothing worse than that. And I almost feel like yeah, we get that thrill, that like exhilaration of going shopping and buying something, but then you just feel like, uh, when you look at your closet, like it's just not exciting. We need that excited energy at our closet every day. Yeah, I totally agree. And with those, like with those investment pieces, like, I think those are just excellent. You know, those, Mm -hmm. the investment pieces really, um, you, you have them for a long time, Um, you know, they feel good. I have this Smythe jacket that I'm just obsessed with and, um, you know, and I've had it for a long time. So same, same thing. You just, you want to, or even like I have some golden goose, you know, shoes and these are, they're expensive, you know, they're five Mm -hmm. over $500, but I seriously, I have worn them like almost every day for three months. So totally worth it. And I love them. I still love them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's so important. Oh, I could talk about this all day. Okay. <laughs> Two wrap up questions. I would love to hear what are your favorite trends at the moment? Oh my gosh. I love a skirt with a graphic tee. I love cheetah. I mean, clearly I, I think I just, I love cheetah. Um, <laughs> I really love, Ooh, I love fanny packs or even belt purses. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I I don't share that people are not obsessed with that trend as much as I am, but I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think, and then what else do I love right now? Mm, I mean, I think I'm also really in a blazer phase right now. Mm, um, <laughs> blazer phase, track suits as well. The trends that I'm like totally here for. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's probably it. And then, and also like, like elevated athleisure, I feel like, we're just now that's kind of we're kind of like settling into that um I think that we you know kind of didn't know what that it was kind of like finding its feet and and now we're really like oh okay great you can wear like yoga pants a cute little crop top and a leather jacket and like some you know some athletic shoes and you're like golden so Mm -hmm. I really I do really love that trend as well Oh, I'm also obsessed with cheetah print right now. It's like becoming a neutral in my wardrobe. Yes, <laughs> yes it is it's a neutral. Oh, so good. I have um, like a cheetah print shirt and a cheetah print coat and I wear them all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear this to class. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good call. Love it. So good. Um, and it's super funny. I love that you brought up the, like the fancy athleisure thing. Cause I really want a pair of APL sneakers and I want the cheetah yes. print one. <laughs> so I'm like, that's the perfect that you can like work out in them, but also wear them out and you like look put together. Yes. Mm. Do it. So I'm good. like giving you full permission. Yes. Do it. <laughs> gonna do it. This, I'm going, um, so I live in Nebraska, but I'm going to Kansas city this weekend and we don't have Nordstrom or anything like that in Nebraska. So I'm going on a major shopping spree this weekend and I, I'm definitely going to get those sneakers now. <laughs> I love it. I love, love it. it. Love it. Okay. So my very last question that I ask everybody on the podcast is what's your best manifestation hack? And for you outside of clothes, cause we've already talked about it. <laughs> um, I think my binary beats uh, playlist on Spotify. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think, or, 
okay, wait, I'm going to have two or my trampoline, my mini trampoline. I swear that thing, like, like I just can like get up on that trampoline. I mean, and I mean, also Tony Robbins, this is from Tony Robbins. So, you know, he's clearly, he's doing something right. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I think like, like a good, yeah, binary beats, um, playlist to just Mm -hmm. really elevate your vibe and, um, same, you know, same reason, elevate my vibe with my little baby trampoline. I love that. Where they like in Tony Robbins office, they just jump on their little trampolines. (laughs) There you go. That's like, that's styled by E's office as well. Here we are. (laughs) I love it. And I listen to binary beats every single night at bed. I am obsessed with them. And I think they're supposed to heal you on a cellular level. And I'm just like, yeah, for that while I'm sleeping, you know, we love a good multitask. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love it. I really, really love it. And I do feel like it does heal on so many levels. So it feels really good. Yeah. I'm going to have to play that in meditation on the beach in Bali to get triple healing vibes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're going to come home so sparkly. Oh my God. I'm going to be a different person. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. It'll be so great. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Well, this has been so much fun. I feel like everybody is going to go like Marie Kondo their closet after this and throw away all of the shit they hate. And I hope they do. So thank you so much for all the value and your really unique perspectives on things. I think a lot of people will take a lot out of this episode. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And, um, and you can please, 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 like, like if you are Marie Kondoing your stuff, feel free to tag me or send it to me or anything. Cause I always love, um, you know, I love seeing, seeing people really rise through, um, or transform through fashion. Mm, I love it. Okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find you. Where can they work with you? Where can, well, obviously you need to find her on IG to watch her rants, but tell us where to find her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Instagram is styled by E. So that's styled underscore B Y underscore E. Um, my name is Alyssa Williams. And then my website is styled by E.com. That's the best you can go there to work with me. Um, and, or you can go to, go to alyssawilliams.com as well. So, uh, and I look forward to it. And I think the thing I'm most excited about right now is I actually have a um, kind of the lowest price point offer I've ever done to work with me. And it's um, on a month to month basis, um, or I said it, or rather it's like a monthly package. Um, And I actually help style me and my team. We help style the pieces that are already in your closet. So this is something that, you know, you're, and then we recommend three additional pieces every month. So this is kind of a great thing. If you're like, wait, I I have a lot in my closet. I just feel stuck. And I feel like, I don't know how to make those outfits with those. So, um, so that's what, and then we'll, we'll make those, uh, those piece recommendations based on, uh, your specific wardrobe. Oh, perfect. What a good idea. Yeah. So I will have everything linked up below and then we'll also get the link for that PDF you mentioned about getting here. We will link that below for you guys as well. So thank you so much for coming on. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to connecting with you all. Yes. So good. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.